Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 175. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop! Do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Stephanie's taking a week off, and so I am flying solo in the GSPN.TV Studio A, and I am excited to be here this week. I, of course, am bringing to you the lost edition of the generally speaking production network if you are not aware of the fact that we have oh wait a second this is a plus member only show never mind you're already aware of the fact that we got a ton of other shows so uh, we'll get that one right out of the way i want to just let you know we're going to be talking about quite a few things that i found and dug up as i was preparing for this episode of the weekly lost podcast Basically, after this episode, I am completely caught up on all the emails that came in from all the way back from season four finale all the way up through today. That's okay. Don't worry. There's going to be another episode next week and hopefully every week from this point out. And the reason for that would be due to the fact that there is a lot of stuff, a lot of wonderful conversations happening over at the forums at gspn.tv slash forum. And you guys are just talking like crazy. And and I love it. And so not only that, but I also have up on the shelf my season three DVDs. And I'll have to be honest with you and tell you that life got a little busy there for a while. And I don't think that I've actually went through and and looked at every little item that I could find in the CV, season three DVD set. I realized that many of you listening probably already have your own and maybe some of you have gone through and got every little nook and cranny and every little bit of information you squeezed it right out of there however i i recognize there is a large audience of people who have maybe not even purchased the the dvd sets for one reason or another and uh maybe you're thinking about doing that i just want to let you know if you you are thinking about that go to gspn.tv And on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see that I've created a little Amazon store for certain products. And if you go to gspn.tv slash shopping, anything that you purchase through going any of the affiliate links that I have, uh, it helps helps us additionally above and beyond your Plus membership. So there there are season DVDs of all my favorite shows and and a couple others that that are out there that are known favorites because of what I read in the forums. So so those are there. But but I recognize that there are some of folks that have not decided to purchase the DVD sets. And what I, I one of the things that I'm completely aware of is that there are some commentaries, some whole episode commentaries where you can change the audio that plays in the background 
to be the audio of, you know, basically some maybe Damon and Carlton or somebody like that. I don't know who 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 they have doing those commentaries, but I'm sure that there are some of those on there that I didn't see. And I would like to go back and rewatch some episodes and pull out some new insights from watching the show. And and so there's plenty of things to do. And before too long, before too long, December will be here and we will have season four DVDs and all the wonderful things that go along with that. Now, I want to let you know that, as we mentioned in last week's episode of the Weekly Laws podcast, our good friend Andrew Little, Dr. Andy over in the UK has already got his hands on the season four DVD set. Again, it blows my mind that they have the season four DVD complete set before we in the States get it here. Ah, seeing as how it is an American television show. But anyway, we won't hold that against him. In fact, we're just very thankful to hear from Dr. Andy in the forums over at gspn.tv slash forum. And this is what Dr. Andy says. He says, hey, I've been watching the bonus DVD today. It's really good stuff. There's an hour-long segment showing all the main flash-forwards together in chronological order. He says it makes much more sense, and it's an excellent recap. Now, that, I might say, sounds interesting. I love when they take things that are bits and pieces here and there, and they put it in chronological order. It really does bring a, a different way of looking at things, and and. I know that there are some people that look at Lost in some of the flash forward, some of the flashbacks and and all that stuff. It can seem quite disjointed from time to time. So I, I, I'm looking forward to actually watching that that bonus feature on the bonus disc. Now, there is another feature that he mentions in his post in the forum, and I cannot wait I am more excited. I'm probably just as excited to see this this feature on the DVD as I am the return of the first episode of season five. Listen to this. Andy writes in the form. He says, there is also a spoof documentary or documentary, however you want to say. Uh, There's a spoof documentary detailing how the Oceanic Six must be lying. It shows interviews with quote-unquote experts in everything from plane crashes, explaining how they would never be any survivors from such a crash, to nutritionists and doctors who compare photos of the Oceanic Six before and after their, their ordeal, questioning their physique as well as their haircuts and shaven faces. And uh, so anyway, basically, the whole story is is really along the lines of something that I'll talk about later. We had some feedback regarding some folks who uh, were giving feedback regarding the the movie idea. And this documentary is is exactly what somebody proposed. I, I, I wish I had this stuff in order, but unfortunately, I, I guess I didn't, and I, it didn't even occur to me that the two kind of seem tied in. But I am excited about hearing this fake documentary, and and even Andy added in here, he says the documentary is similar to uh, the Dave episodes where it suggests that there's a conspiracy theory, and it's w- really well presented. Uh, it sets out the same, let's see, it is, let's see, it's set out, 
in the same way as a TV documentary would be. Uh, It's one of the best quote-unquote bonus features of all the Lost DVD sets so far. So I am definitely interested in that. And again, uh, when you're ready to purchase that DVD set, consider buying that through the links over at gspn.tv slash shopping or in the right-hand side menu of our site. All right, next up we have Jordy, or Jory, I'm sorry, from Holland, and he wrote in the forum, he says, hey, I really liked the last podcast episode, especially the time that it came online. There was like, uh, I don't know the English word, storm, or let's see, stroomstoring uh, is the word, I guess, in Dutch. Anyway, he says it's like a period of time when the power in town goes, or the power in town is gone. And uh, Jory, here we would call that a blackout or just a power outage. Anyway, he says, luckily enough, uh, we've got a laptop. And when I checked Zencast Organizer, which is kind of like iTunes uh, for his creative hardware, he said, I saw that there was an app episode that was online and I uploaded it to my creative Zen and had a wonderful hour of listening. Jory, I'm so glad that we were able to keep you company during the power outage. That's very awesome. He says, I don't like the whole movie idea. It just seems two or three hours is too short for a good story in the Lost universe. The thing I like about Lost is that are the hints which are given in every episode. And I don't even uh, and I don't think that they can recreate that feeling in just one long episode on the big screen. I certainly know that there are a lot of people out there that agree with you, Jory. Personally, um, I would I, I say I'm completely undecided other than the fact that, you know, anything lost related, I'd probably go and see. That's the only thing I feel about the whole thing. Also, I'd like to thank you for the hint about the other lost podcast. I've been rewatching the episodes right uh, right from the beginning, and it's nice to have instant feedback from others uh, when you are the only one when when you're the only one who is watching in the family. So very cool. I'm glad that you're liking the Lost Mystery Podcast over at lostmysterypodcast.com. Good friend of ours and another Plus member, Evan Agee, who's doing that. So Next up, I got an email from Richard T. And he says, hey, Cliff and Steph, I've been a quiet listener of your weekly Lost Podcast for a while now. And I wanted to thank you guys for providing great content and keeping us occupied during the hiatus. By the way, it's a high all the way from Singapore. Oh, very awesome. So your lost po- in your last podcast, you spoke about the possibility of Lost having a movie. Oh, here it is. I guess it's not too far away from the other one as I thought. He says, it got me to thinking, how cool would it be if the movie's premise was based off the show's reality in the minds of the press? <laughs> Season four showed the rescue of Oceanic Six with massive, massive press coverage and interviews. I'm sure in that world, there would definitely be a movie would be movie offers waiting to adapt their survival tale to the big screen. So the Lost movie will essentially be about an adventure revolving around the big fat lie of Oceanic 6. Think about it. A movie within a movie in a TV series. Wouldn't J.J. Abrams just love that stuff? Uh, what do you think? Cheers, Richard. Well, Richard, I don't know if maybe you got the heads up earlier and you already knew about the fact that they were going to do that. But if not, spot on. I'm telling you, that is exciting stuff. And you know what? I'm excited that they've actually already done that in a in a quote unquote fake parody 
kind of documentary. But uh, I agree that would, there there's a lot of possibilities in a movie. I really do see some possibilities in a movie. I not recreating a, a, a lost style episode. I, I I don't. I I agree with with the with Jory's and and everybody else's criticism of the idea of having a lost movie that's kind of like what we're already used to seeing but something that deals with the lost universe outside of what we're already saying there are some great possibilities there really are and 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 i personally i just like i'd like to see anything lost related i you know i'm kind of sad we're getting ready to move up on to season five the second to last season and and you know, and, and as much as I can't wait to see all the answers come together and, and to see what story and what what's behind all this stuff. And honestly, I'm wondering, are we going to find what are we going to find out? What aren't we going to find out? I'm just excited about it all. But at the same time, man, you know, when it comes down to it, am I excited for February to roll around? I am. But I'm also not wishing my time away. I'm actually enjoying the anticipation of Lost coming back. How about that? I'm actually enjoying my anticipation for February. And I've already, I, and you know what? I'm getting my Lost fix by simply bringing you guys podcasts. And that's what it's all about for me is is just sharing with you guys and I'm, you know, I'm I'm thinking about the Lost people, the lost people. I'm thinking about the people who are so into lost. You know, I, 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 I'm hoping that between now and the end of the show that there is some way somehow that we will draw you into some of, of, of the other things that we podcast about here that, that you'll stick with us in the long haul uh, beyond lost. And, and, and as we move on to other things, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to lost ending, although I think it's the right thing to do. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like you just know, you know, you know, people are going to die. It's, it's, it's just a fact of life and stuff like that. But it's not something you look forward to. So anyway, next email comes from Wendy. Wendy writes, hi, Cliff, how you been? Just listening to your latest weekly Lost podcast, and you asked what's been what we've been doing to stay excited about Lost until the show comes back. Well, I've been working on my blog called "It's About Blunnies," which you guys can find at Miss Wendy Wendy There's a link to it in the show notes section over at gspn.tv/forum. You go in. As a matter of fact, just go to weeklylostpodcast.com. Actually, no, it's not going to be there because this is plus member only. But anyway, for those of you who are Plus members, go to the Weekly Lost Podcast section of the site. You'll you'll find it in there. I have no doubt. And if you have any trouble finding the show notes to this episode, then send me an email, feedback at gspn.tv. I'll put you a link right to it. Anyway. So anyway, she says, I've been working on my blog. I have seven parodies up and a new one coming out too. Well, she actually wrote this to me a long time ago. So the truth is she's already got eight parodies. Now, if you don't remember, Miss Wendy, we covered her a long time ago back. I, I don't even know how long ago it was, but back when she did her very first parody song and she does some pretty good parodies of, of some some unique music out there from from the past and she does it in a, in a, in a unique way. But I, have you ever heard the song Stuck in the Middle with You, I think is what it's called? Well, she did a parody, and I, I just clipped just a portion of the song. 
And if you want to hear more of her parodies, you can do so by clicking on the link to her blog in the show notes. But here's a little clip from something that she's done. And she's done all this herself. To the left of me, others to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle of a clue. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle of a clue. Her ambiguous questions hit me one, two. It's so hard to have to betray my friends. But to get wall, I have to kill the good band. Wall to the left of me, others to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle of a clue. Well, the making will take tests and crew spoke of a secret room. They're my friends, but it's not my fault. Just got tired of screaming, Walt. Walt. I love it. <laughs> Wendy, thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Guys, go check out the whole song. And uh, like I said, link in the show notes. All right. She also uh, continues. She says, I've been writing various thoughts about the show, including an attempt to at nickname origins, which I perused that post myself and uh, very, very interesting stuff there. Also recently decided to compile a list of what I would like to see during the last two seasons. And again, there's a link right to that specific post. I'd love to hear what you think about the site and uh, if you have any, let's see, and I'd like to have you, or what would you like to have answered before Lost takes a bow? Well, Wendy, thank you so much. Um, Check out what she thought at her blog and and again, links in the show note. What would I like to see in season five and season season six? You know, I, there are some definite questions I want to know. What is the smoke monster? If they don't, if they end this show and don't tell me what the smoke smoke monster is definitively what what is its origin and 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 how did ben come to have such a relationship with it that he could call it up and do things yeah that i want to know that's something they have to tell me i also what else do i want to see in season five and season six i personally i want to see dharma i want to see i want to see dharma coming to the island for the first time you know i know we saw a flashback when ben was brought to the island but i want to see when dharma first got there before ben was brought on with his dad yeah that's what i want to see i want to see that what else do i want to see i want to know i want to know more about this mysterious richard alpert I want to see that. I would love to see an island flashback. I have no doubt that we're going to get an island flashback. It's going to answer a lot of this stuff, but that's what I want to see. I want to see that. And and you know what else I want to see? I want to see more science fiction things. Science and science fiction, science fictiony things. I want to see some more things that just bend my mind. I love it. You know, I, I've been watching all these relationship dramas with Stephanie, Grey's Anatomy, Desperate Housewives, Private Practice, and I enjoy doing those podcasts with her. I really do. I do. And 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 I enjoy looking at the relationship stuff in those shows. But when it comes to Lost, I'm telling you, relationships are backseat for me. I really want to see mystery. I want to I want to know what's I want to know what's behind the curtain. I want to know what's the next twist in the plot. I want to know why is this cabin jumping around and how is it that Hurley knows and all these other wonderful things. 
all kinds of interesting stuff. I want to see more more science fiction. I want to see more time anomalies. Those are the things I love. And I want to see how they, I want to see them use some science fiction stuff to get those folks back to the island. That's what I want to see. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much. Next up on the list here, I'm going to play for you the very first season five promo from ABC. And I'm just going to play the audio for you. And now. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? It's destiny. Okay, wait a second. I'm now while you're hearing some things, there are some words flashing on the screen, and this is kind of telling. And if you're not a person that likes pre, you know these previews, then then maybe you want to skip forward. Um, you'd be safe in about four minutes. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you the words that are flashing on the screen here. Um, after 108 days, Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? Everything they lived. for destiny died for okay and that's what i want to say and and everything they lived for and it, and it kind of shows them i think that was when it showed them getting rescued but a, a scene of the oceanic six getting rescued rescued but then there was died for and they specifically showed Jin on the carrier and then the explosion and then sun son's face you see this expression of no and and but they threw the words died for on there and are they trying to convince people that they died that that Jin died i personally don't think Jin's dead but who knows i think we're gonna find out prayed for finally happened off the island six were rescued the rest vanished. It's gone. Did he tell you what happened to them? He told me some very bad things happened. And he said that I had to come back. The island won't let you come alone. In 2009. You have to do it together, all of you. The Oceanic Six. You need to get to the safe house. Never should have left that island. We'll risk everything. We're going, mommy. We're going on vacation, baby. To return. I love that scene. Where are we going, mommy? And of course, it's baby Aaron calling Kate mommy again. Anyway, they'll risk everything to return. Everyone we left behind, they would die too if I didn't come back. Destiny calls. Well, thank God for second chances. Lost. Lost. The new new season season coming in 2009. I love it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I cannot wait. But at the same time, I'm not wishing my time away. It's like, it, it's like, I don't know what it's like. I, it's just that I'm not wishing it away. I am enjoying the anticipation. And I hope that you guys will enjoy it with me. Marcus B. wrote in a long time ago. Marcus B. writes, One item that struck me out of the finale of season four, by the way, was that Ben had to quote-unquote destroy the chamber in order to blow open access to the cave access for the wheel. This leads me to surmise that the drama 
Orchid Station was the the drama. Actually, it does say drama. I'm glad it wasn't just me reading this. It's actually supposed to be Dharma. (laughs) This leads me to surmise that the Dharma Orchid Station was built over the site of the wheel access. Along with this, how does Ben know what to or know to do this? And how does Ben know how does how does he know how does Ben know what is behind the cave wall and down the stairs? He acts in the scene as if it is all something he knows. And in conversation previously with Locke and Hurley tells Hurley that moving the island is something of a last resort. Marcus B. continues, can you take from that that it happened previously or just that Ben was informed by someone, maybe Jacob, someone else, who knows, how to do it? Raises the question, too, as to how would Locke have ever figured out how to do any of this, even if he found the elevator, if Ben had not been rescued from the boat commandos? Very good question. As far as how would Locke have known, that that is a great question. But Ben had some faith, I believe, in in Locke, or at least in faith that the island would do whatever it needed to do to protect itself. And let's just say Ben didn't get protected, which maybe the in the lost universe, maybe the the island made sure that Ben was protected because he was going to be the one who moves the island. However, if I were Ben in Ben's mind, maybe I would think that, you know, hey, this island's clearly spoken to me. It's already clearly spoken to John Locke. And and if the island wants to save itself and needs hands, I'm sending John ahead and the island will manifest itself to John in a vision or whatever and tell him what to do. Uh, that's that's that'd be my stab at it, Marcus. But good questions all the same. Moving on to the next email from Scott Alexander. He wrote writes in via email. He says scientists believe that there is a many there are many black holes all over the universe and possibly on Earth. This is one explanation of the Bermuda Triangle. If there is a black hole under the island, compasses, electronic instruments, etc., would not operate properly. While why it's near explaining why it's nearly impossible to find the island. Also, Einstein stated that the time is different around a black hole, which could explain some of the time anomalies. This gives reason, gives some reason for the magnetic field which capsule which the capsule slash bunker was supposed to maintain until it blew up. I don't think you can move an island, but perhaps in the orchid, you could make the island appear to be in a different location uh, per any radars, etc. Just a thought. The writers are always one step ahead. Keep up the good work. Scott Alexander in Gastonia, North Carolina. He also wrote back later after seeing the finale and said, Cliff and Stephanie, after seeing the island disappear in the season finale, I put my mini black hole theory to the test. See attached previous email, which I just read to you. Einstein's theory of relativity relativity surrounding black holes and Ludwig Flam, an obscure Austrian physicist, suggested that black holes could produce a wormhole. A wormhole could have moved the island. Not in space, but in time. Ben could have acti- activated this phenomenon. 
Just a theory. Scott, thank you for your emails. It's a little bit beyond me, but it's the kind of science fiction I love to see in the show. And so I'm all for more of that. Little bit out of order here, because I think we got some more Einstein stuff to read to you here shortly. But there is a book that Courtney, one of our listeners, sent in uh, and, and referenced. It's a, and the title of the book is, uh, What Can Be Found in Lost? Subtitle being, Insights on God and the Meaning of Life from the Popular TV Series. And here is some stuff that I found on Amazon. It says, uh, let's see here. What can Christians learn from one of the most popular TV shows of all times? Let's see here. It says, in its first season, Lost averaged 15.5 million viewers per episode. The show features a cast that struggles with the eternal issues of identity, conflict, relationships, and spirituality. Though the show does not have a Christian foundation or theme, there is much believers can learn about social and cultural attitudes and perspectives through through its episodes, such as the selfish bent of human nature, the darkness of evil, the hunger people have for acceptance and success, the realization of our need for God, the hope for a positive future. Many of the problems and difficulties of everyday life are captured succinctly in Lost, making it a useful point of reference for understanding how different people view issues of spiritual nature. Anchor, Berg, and Burroughs, which are the authors, I would assume, offer practical suggestions for Christians who desire to talk effectively with one another, with others about the various themes in the show. And I would say that, you know what? Why can't this just be a book for anybody who wants to investigate these things? It, does, it This isn't just for Christians. I mean, by golly, I think anybody should be interested in, in seeing how some other people are viewing this. So I want to suggest that you guys check it out. There's a link to it in the forum. In fact, if you click on the link in the forum, the but what you do is, is you simply um, click on the book. You click on the image of the book. It'll take you to Amazon where you can purchase that book. And if you happen to purchase it, uh, the portion of the sales goes to help support gspn.tv. All good stuff. All right. uh, John T. sent the link to the following story in an email. And there's a picture of this in the forum on the show notes for this podcast, number 175. The title of the article, Physicist, Einstein would approve of of moving the island uh, let's see, Einstein would approve of moving the island on Lost. All right. How did Ben make the island disappear in last night's season finale? Is it all relativity? Argues top professor who even uses Lost in his classes. Uh, wormholes, 350 degree bearings, the Casimir effect. It all checks out with quantum mechanics and could explain a lot for the next season. I'm not going to read this entire article for you, but I did put the entire article in the forum. However, I will read to you just three very short paragraphs. To make physics, let's see, to make physics sense, to make physics sense of the movement of the island, I assume that the island is actually connected to the South Pacific by a wormhole like warp in space. It doesn't have to be a simple wormhole. It 
could be a warn of parallel and intersecting tubes. Sounds like the internet. Anyway, uh, then to move on to the to, then to move to the island, all you have to do then to move the island, all you have to do is move the wormhole connection, not the island itself. That is what I think Ben did. He changed the nature of spy, of the space time connection between the island and the rest of the world. So the island didn't disappear. It didn't it didn't even move. Imagine that you are visiting a small town that you used to visit when you were young. You drove for miles and never come to it, but it turns out the town has not moved. Rather, the highway now goes around it. That's what Ben did. He changed the highway. Reminds me of the movie Cars and Radiator Springs. And so if you want to get grasp your mind around what they're saying here, go check out that movie if you haven't seen it yet. Very good animated kids show. Anyway, uh, if this is right, it explains the role of Daniel Faraday, the physicist on the island, uh, from references on his blackboard and his experience with, with experiments with time and space. It's clear he understands advanced relatively quantum mechanics. Uh, his he insists on traveling to and from the island on a precise trajectory of 305 degrees, perhaps to stay in the center of the wormhole, which is sort of like the eye of a needle. Stay within the eye and you're okay, but deviation wreaks havoc on your space-time, especially for a complex wormhole. Uh, Let's see here. Thus accounting for Desmond's strange excursions in space and time. I like this theory. I love it. Absolutely love it. That is cool stuff. And John T., thank you so much for sending that email to us. Very, very cool. Next up, I have an email, or I'm sorry, not an email, but a voicemail, and this comes in from Kimball in Arizona. He has a rant. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Kimball from uh, Arizona. Uh, Calling, I just kind of go on a little rant, if you guys don't mind. Um, uh, Calling on on Lost, and and I'm a huge fan of Lost. I'm just getting getting really irritated lately. I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts and a lot of different shows, like, you know, Heroes and Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, and Battlestar Galactica, and and what's getting kind of getting me annoyed is a lot of these other fans of these other shows are always talking about how great their show is because they're they don't make the same mistakes that Lost does. You know, like oh, well at least it's not so convoluted like Lost, or at least you know we don't take as long to to answer stuff as Lost does. You know, and I get really upset because. In my opinion, Lost is the greatest show out there on television now, forever will be. Uh, Dana Lindelof, Carlton Cuse are genius writers. And, you know, these other shows, they kind of, in my opinion, kind of go season to season. They come up with some pretty good stuff. And, and uh, but for the most part, they kind of fly by the two of their pants, I think, with some kind of overarching maybe couple of ideas. Whereas Lost, these guys seem to have known what they wanted to do from the beginning. And, yeah, they they kind of had to, you know, tap dance a little bit uh, in the first couple seasons because ABC didn't tell them when they could end it. But as soon as they said, all right, you know, guys, this is when we wanted you guys to end Lost, it's like, great, let's, you know, pull out the guns, and now we know our time, time frame, let's just go ahead and do it. Uh, no other show, I think, can really show, uh, like Lost does, how they have planned all these things out at the beginning, and the whole thing is just a, 
um, work of art. Anyway, just want to get your thoughts on that. I know you guys watch Heroes. Uh, I don't know if you guys know watch the other shows, but just uh, let me know what you guys think if you guys agree that Lost is the best written show on television. Thanks, guys. Bye. Kimball, I could not agree with you more. Lost is the best written television show that has ever existed. And you know what? I just don't listen to the people who are haters. Anyway, thank you all. If you guys want to leave some feedback, give me a call. Area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And uh, go ahead and leave us some comments on this show. And maybe I'll get you into the next one. Talk to you later. God bless. God bless.